Hey, it's Ariana, and welcome back to the Integrated Self Podcast, a podcast for learning how to become the person you deserve to be and already are. Let's be honest, we're all going through something, but sometimes we just don't know where to start or how. And that's why I'm here, as a coach, but also a friend. Come hang out with me as we talk all things from turmoil to thriving. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode, all about how to find your limiting beliefs. Hey, hey, hey. How's everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a great week so far. Happy freaking Friday. And today we're going to get into a juicy topic. We're going to be talking about how to find your limiting beliefs, what your limiting beliefs are, where they come from, and why it's important to know what they are and all the things. And essentially, your limiting beliefs are beliefs that you currently hold. And the reason why they're so important to know what your limiting beliefs are, are because you probably right now are trying to accomplish something in your life, or maybe you have goals, or maybe you even have like a big, big goal. And it's really important to know what your limiting beliefs are when we are going after certain things, or we're getting out of our comfort zone, we're changing things in our life, whether that's lifestyle, wellness, health, um, business, career, love, it doesn't matter. It's really important to know what your limiting beliefs are because those are ultimately the thoughts that your brain is going to release and give you when it comes to you actually trying to accomplish that thing, right? So we might have thoughts and beliefs right? Because thoughts come from beliefs. If I believe that I'm a millionaire, then I'm going to think the thoughts of a millionaire, right? So your belief is essentially where the thoughts come from. And sometimes we, not all of our thoughts, not all of the beliefs that we hold are actually super supportive and super um, amazing for us to function from, right? Especially if you have a goal, like let's pretend that I believe right now that money is super limited, but yet I'm trying to become a millionaire, obviously those money thoughts are going to come up for me at some point in my journey. And it's really important to understand that that's my limiting belief and work on that mindset and work on those thoughts and that belief so that my mind now is open to the idea of being a millionaire, right? Because we can't be something that we don't think we deserve. We can't be something that we don't think we will ever become, right? That's why People that are millionaires now, you'll you'll ask them and, and there's so many videos now of people interviewing millionaires and what they have to say and what advice they have. And they always say, expose your mind and live the millionaire lifestyle before you are the millionaire, right? Like genuinely get to the point where you're walking around and you feel like a millionaire before you even have the million dollars, right? So it's like we have to ex- expose our mind to the possibility before we actually physically get that opportunity or get to that destination. So like if you're on your working out journey and you're trying to lose a certain amount of um, pounds or whatever it is, you're trying to a- obtain a certain figure, it's really important to not only know your limiting beliefs when it comes to body and you know, how you feel about yourself, but it's also important to kind of visualize and start to live and act like the person that already has lost the weight, right? So learning that, you know, coming from and imagining that version of you that is where you want to be or has that lifestyle or works out X amount of days a week and start to embody that. So your limiting beliefs are essentially these confines essentially in your mind around what you think you're capable of doing or what you think you're maybe not capable of doing. 
So these are systems that have been programmed into our minds through our environment, right? So they might be programmed when we're super young. Um, we could have learned these to believe these things and to think this way in a familial setting, like from our family, the values and, and the beliefs that our parents have instilled in us at a young age. They could be cultural. They could be, you know, be according to your culture, your society, right? So it's essentially we learn these beliefs and we start to embody them and start to create them in our minds as a part of the way that we function in the world from our environments, but they can also be from our experiences. So I'm going to give you some examples of limiting beliefs just so you know what they are. And then we're going to kind of go into how you can find what your limiting beliefs are. And as I go through these limiting beliefs, ask yourself if you genuinely believe this. And each one that I go over, I just have a handful of examples. Each one that I go over, I'm going to show you why it's so impactful in our everyday life and why by changing this belief system, how that could ultimately change your life. So for example, I, some of these like relate to me. Some of these I actually did believe and some I just kind of came up with as examples just from clients or, you know, maybe some limiting beliefs that I know that people in my life are struggling with at the moment. And the first one I like to talk about is the limiting belief that your appearance defines your worth. And I actually believe this. I thought that, you know, the way that I present myself every day ultimately shows other people how smart I am, how successful I could be. So this really popped up for me when I was in my undergrad in college because my parents always taught me like when it comes to family events, birthday parties, going to church, um, holidays, always like dress well, always look your best. And to me, that just made me feel like, okay, people will only take me seriously if I dress well, if I have good clothes on, if my, you know, my hair is done well, if I have makeup on, like get myself together all the time. But ultimately, if I, that means that if I didn't have, if I have sweatpants on and I had a sweatshirt on, I felt that psychologically I felt, okay, I'm not worth anything because I look like a bum right now. Right. So like the idea that if you look like a bum, you are a bum and that's not true. And I had to come over and really understand this part of my brain and understand this part of my mindset when I started my business, because I really thought that I should have professional clothing. I should dress you know, professionally and all these things. And then I realized that's not really who I am, you know, and in college I would wear sweatpants and yoga pants to class almost every day because that's what everyone else does. No one dresses up for college. But at that time in my life, I was super successful. I was acing all my classes. I was presenting in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and getting a 98, you know, like I started realizing, wait, my professors still take me seriously. I can still succeed no matter what I look like because obviously your worth comes from within and you're the one that ultimately says and states your worth, right? Like you're not, it's not that other people say what you're worth. You know that and all, that's all that matters. And so I started realizing like, wait, I understand why my parents taught us to dress well and to be presentable in certain situations. I think that's an important thing to know, but it kind of 
became part of me and I really started to struggle when it came to dressing down and you know knowing like I am smart I am intelligent I am a good person and so what does it matter the way I look right it doesn't matter my appearance it does not define my worth I define my worth just by who I am so that's just one of the limiting beliefs and so obviously that played a huge um, role in my mental health because I, it made me question myself, right? I always thought if I was having a bad hair day or if I wasn't looking my best, that means that that day I wouldn't do my best, right? And that correlation is really dangerous, I think, when it comes to believing in yourself. And it's something I had to really rewrite and rewire in my brain. Um, Another one is um, I'm too young to be a manager, or like, I'm too young to be X, Y, or Z. I'm too young to be a mother, right? And <laughs> that's that's another one. You're not too young to do anything, in my opinion. I mean, obviously, if you're six years old, there's, there's some boundaries there. But <laughs> I'm too young to be a manager. It's like, if... If someone presents you with a managerial role and you say, I'm too young for that, like obviously that means that you're going to either take the role because it was offered to you, but then think that you don't deserve it the whole time you're in it, which is going to impact your ability to manage other people, right? Because if you don't have that confidence and that authority built up within knowing like, hey, I know my role, I manage other people, right? And, and now you're coming from this energy of like, I don't really deserve to be here. You're probably going to be nonchalant about things. You might not be super strict or, you know, take, take charge and assertion in that role. It's going to impact the way that you manage other people, right? If you think that you're too young for the job and that like, why would they pick me kind of mentality, right? Um, another one is I won't make any money doing that, right? I personally believe that you can make money doing anything, especially now with the online world, you can really monetize anything you want. And when I hear people like I have clients and I I tell people like you should you should have a podcast. You should like you have so much knowledge or I can totally see you doing X, Y or Z like why don't you do that? Like you could do it from your home. You won't have to work for anyone else. Like trying to encourage them to follow that bliss, follow that feeling. And they're always like, well, what if I don't make, I don't really think I can make money doing that. And my, my answer all the time to them is, well, if that's your attitude, then that's what will happen. Right? Like instead of thinking I, I won't make money doing that, the right mentality or the mentality that's going to serve you better is the mentality of, how can I make money doing this? Let's figure it out, right? That's more of a solution focused than you saying, oh, that's that's not going to work out. I'm too young, right? Because ultimately, if that's the way you believe, that's the way you feel. And you're going to make the choices according to those beliefs. So if you don't believe you're going to make money doing something, you're probably not going to pursue that thing. You're probably not going to try to make money doing it because you already think you won't, right? So now you're kind of going down a different path. Now you're probably going to start to look for other jobs or kind of turn your back on that idea because you don't think you're going to make money. Um, Another huge one is I am not worthy of love. So some of these limiting beliefs might be taught to you when you're a kid, like from your family growing up, and it might just be all you know. Other things actually might come up in life for you after you're an adult. So limiting beliefs aren't just beliefs that we've had since we were a kid. They could actually kind of form after we've gone through certain life experiences. And then our mind forms, takes that experience and forms like what it learned from it. And so if you've had, you know, a handful or even one, two or three relationships 
one after another that maybe you got rejected, just didn't work out. You didn't vibe together, like whatever it was. And you kind of realize like, when am I going to find someone that gets me? Like I'm not worthy of love or, you know, everyone has told you maybe like you're too much or you're so hard to love. And you've heard it so many times. It doesn't know. It doesn't matter what the words are. If you've heard someone say the same thing over to you multiple times, even if it's wrong, even if it's not true, people are saying that you're not worthy of being loved or you're hard to love. And so now you're going to move forward thinking, you know, apparently I'm so hard to love and I'm not worthy. Right. And so you might start to form an idea of now you're kind of closed off and restricting anyone new coming in because you're thinking I'm, it's so hard for me to achieve this and there's no one out there for me and I'm not worthy, right? And if we're giving that energy off into the universe, they're just going to confirm that. It's going to be really hard because now we're in this closed off energy thinking like there's absolutely no way. And it doesn't that I don't want to instill fear in anybody. So I'm not saying by any means that if you think this way, then no one's going to come in and rescue you because that's what God did for me. I actually was in that energy of really thinking like, what am I doing? I was going through some personal things that had to do with me, but I also was going through like um, struggles with romantic relationships and feeling like, when am I going to find the right guy that gets me? Like, how come all these guys like there's it just proving to me that I'm not everything that I should be to be with them. And I was kind of just like left out in the cold, kind of discarded. And I really got to the place in my life where I was like, what kind of guy do I want? Like, I, I feel like I'm a good person and I don't understand why all these guys are rejecting me. Like, I don't understand what more I could be or have or do in order to be accepted. And I really felt that way. I felt like no one's going to love me the way that I want them to. And immediately when I wasn't looking, God brought me my boyfriend of almost six years now. And I wasn't looking. I wasn't even in the mood to be in a relationship at that time. We didn't start dating for a couple of months after because I was like, I need a break from this. And then God freaking that's, I think it was the fact that I released my reins and I kind of surrendered and God was like, okay, let me show you then who I deem to be fit. And my boyfriend just walked right into my life and I, Ever since then, I've just, this man blows me away, even six years down the road. And that's how I know he's the one is because we've been together for six years. We still learn new things about each other. We still get deep, more vulnerable conversations going. We communicate even better. Like our love is stronger than it used to be, you know, and it's just incredible. I could have my own episode with him just talking about our relationship, but I'm not worthy of love is another limiting belief. The other, another limiting belief that might come from society is that the world is a dangerous place. And I'm not saying that that is false, but it's kind of like where your attention goes, energy flows. So if you're constantly watching the news, you're constantly um, engaging in these ultimately like fear-based media streams, then you're ultimately going to, you're kind of showing and exposing your brain to that same thing of danger and threats and, you know, violence and, you know, all the, all the dangerous parts of the world and aspects of it. 
And I'm not saying that the world is a safe place, but it can be. And I think the more that you focus on it being safe and creating that and being exposing your mind to peace and love, you know, it's not discounting the fact that there is danger out there, but you're not living in that mentality of danger, fear. It's all around me, right? Because that is going to put you into a survival mode. You're constantly going to be hypervigilant. You're constantly going to be worried. You're not going to be able to be in an energy of abundance and expansion and prosperity and peace and emotional fulfillment if you are constantly thinking of the negativity or the fear or the danger, right? And I'm not saying don't watch the news at all. You can still stay up to date by, you know, reading or finding a, a news or a, a um, media outlet that is you know, as non-biased as possible and just gives you the facts. But I think, you know, when we turn on the TV, it can be very quick and easy to find something that's going to make us feel scared and fearful and um, in that kind of like, wow, the world sucks, right? Because I used to think that way so much and that is kind of the reality that we live in if you choose to live in that reality. And I think the more that you try and live in the the reality of, you know what, there is a lot of bad in the world, but there's actually a lot of good. And the more that you open your mind to seeing all the good and all the love and all the abundance and the nature and just amazingness that the world has to offer, you're probably going to succeed and be able to accomplish more and love more and feel more in that space than in the space of, you know, danger, fear, all those things. And especially like if you think the world's a dangerous place, maybe your actions resulting from that limiting belief might be, I'm not going to travel. I'm not going to do X, Y, or Z because it's not safe. And, you know, that's valid and you can do whatever you want. But now you're kind of not going to experience the things that maybe you're, you're deep down your soul wants you to experience. But your ego is telling you that it's dangerous and that something bad could happen at any time, right? You're kind of limiting yourself in that belief. Um And the last one that I want to touch on that I kind of already did is I am too much or I'm not enough, right? So I think there's this classic example going around saying, I'm, if I'm too much, go find less. And I freaking love that. I love that sound or that trending audio that's going around because it's so true. And while some people can't be around people that are like that or too much, whatever quote unquote that means, I, I really don't even know what that means. But it's like, if someone has told you, by the way, that you're too much and maybe people think that about me, (laughs) that makes me laugh because I don't feel that way about myself. Um, Or, you know, if someone on the flip side, if someone's like, you don't do enough of this or like you're not enough or has even just made you feel like you're not enough, then that's their, that's just their opinion. You know what I mean? It's not, it has nothing to do with you. And I think that it it kind of starts to impact you if you you start to believe that about yourself, right? And that goes along with what I said earlier that when we have experiences of other people telling us these things over and over, like if you've been told multiple times you're not good enough, you're not good enough, ultimately your mind's going to soak that up and it's going to, you know, make you question yourself because you've been told that. You've been told that you're not enough. And so now like moving forward when it comes to making decisions or it comes to you being yourself you're constantly going to be that thought's going to come up for you like am I being too much like you might be out to dinner with your friends and you start laughing and you you say something really loud or whatever and it makes you think of like oh my gosh now I'm being too much like this is what people mean 
And then you're going to start to like dial it down. And it's going to be really hard for you to be authentically who you are because you've just been told this over and over again, right? So limiting beliefs are essentially these beliefs that we have and either about ourselves, the world, how things work, what's possible for us, right? Just about life in general. And if we believe them, it kind of like, ultimately, we're going to get to a place where that limiting belief is going to come up for us over and over and over again. Or we're just not going to be able to break that, break through the ceiling and accomplish that thing or feel really good about ourselves, right? Because these beliefs are stopping us. They're the ones that come up when we try and go after that goal or we try and be ourselves. And those thoughts are like, oh, you're being too much again, you know? So it's really important to acknowledge your limiting beliefs and know what they are. So then when you're actually in those situations and those thoughts come up for you, you can tell yourself these aren't even true. These thoughts that are coming up for me aren't even true. So now that you know that maybe I'm being too much is your limiting belief and you're in a situation, like I said before, where you're out with your friends and you are being loud and funny like your normal self and that's why everyone loves you and those thoughts come up for you saying like, oh my gosh, I'm being too much, like that's embarrassing or whatever the thought is you can start to flip the script now because you recognize that thought as being your limiting belief. And you can be like, that's not true. And then continue to remind yourself that and continue to be authentic. And the more and more that you do this and you rewrite your thoughts, you you discredit them. You say, that's not true. We're not going to entertain that thought anymore. Your brain isn't isn't going to hold on to that pathway in your brain anymore. It's actually going to dissolve. When we stop entertaining that thought, that your brain doesn't want to hold on to that anymore. It's going to delete it from storage. So now that thought is is slowly, gradually over time, not going to come up for you anymore. And in place, it's going to be a new thought of I am enough. I am my authentic self. I'm just being who I am right now in that situation. And now you're going to have more confidence. You're going to be more relaxed out in social settings because now you genuinely are cultivating that new mindset that new belief that you know what everyone in my life has told me that I'm too much but I know that's not true and I don't those thoughts rarely come up for me anymore and I'm very comfortable being who I am and if people don't want to accept me for being who I am then that's on them that has nothing that says nothing about me so just to end this today's episode about limiting beliefs I want to show and go through a quick little exercise for you guys to find out what your limiting beliefs might be in a certain area of your life. It could be love. It could be career. It could be confidence. Like it could be a self-concept thing, like the way you feel about yourself, um, success, um, you know, health and wellness, working out, your physical appearance. It doesn't matter. Okay, so here's the exercise. It's it's so quick and it's so easy. And it's so funny because when I was creating the notes for this episode, I was like, I was just kind of thinking to myself, like, I want to create an exercise that they can download and do, you know, when they're listening to the episode or after they listen so that they can find their limiting beliefs. And I was like, great idea, Ariana, let's get it going. So I came up with the exercise and then I'm looking at it. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard because... I'm looking at it right now and it's just two questions. It's just two questions. So I'm just going to have it right here and I'll have it in the show notes as well, like the actual questions. So we're going to find out what your limiting beliefs are 
And then afterwards, once you find out what they are and you realize how much they come up for you, how much certain thoughts come off, come up from these thoughts, you can start to either course correct, you know, watch your thoughts come in and out, observe them, observe how often these things come up for you and then start to rewire, start to have a new thought in place of it. Right. It takes conscious effort, but that this is how I ultimately changed my life. I opened my mindset and now I'm open to more possibilities. I have more self-confidence. I I really, truly believe in the possibility of amazing things, miracles happening because now I've rewritten the limiting beliefs in my mind. I don't really have too many limiting beliefs anymore because I've acknowledged them all and I've started a new thought process that overrides that belief over time. And so think of, here we go. Think of something that you want, okay? So it could be a feeling. It could be a material item it could be a big thing like a business or um, a house or to move a vacation it could even be something like I want to be able to have enough money to have monthly massages right make it specific if you want make it small make it big I don't care all right so first question is what do I desire and then so you can write that on a piece of paper or you can just do it in your head do it on your phone. I don't care. What do you desire? Right? Take a second with that. Take a deep breath. Whatever comes to mind, right? Whatever you're truly feeling, write it down. Now, my second question, and this is immediately when I ask you this question, I want you to write down or put in your phone or just keep in mind what immediately comes up for you in your mind because that is your subconscious mind telling you the answers. Okay. The next question that I'm asking you is, why can't you have that right now? Or same thing, why don't you have that right now? So let's do an example. All right. So I hope that you have your what you desire and why don't you have that right now? Okay. Super specific example, but I just want to put this in a perspective. I just thought of this off the whim. And normally when I have random examples like this that kind of don't make sense or it's like why would I think of that that's my clear sign that source is telling me spirits telling me to say it so let's pretend that your desire is to open up your own beauty salon right and right now you just rent out a chair at a regular salon and your goal is to have your own business and be separate and be your own boss right and so you're you're saying I desire to open up my own hair salon and my question is why can't you have that right now your subconscious mind is going to say, I don't have the funds to open up my own building. I don't have enough clientele. You know, I, no one's going to take me seriously. I just got out of beauty school. I don't know how to run and rent a building. I don't know how to run my own business in a building like that. I don't know how to file to open up my business. I don't know how to pay taxes in that way, right? All the things are going to come up to your mind that are telling you why you are limited in where you're at right now, right? These are all the reasons as to why you can't have what you desire. And some of our limiting beliefs could be valid, but they might be things that we can actually make happen for ourselves. So one of my limiting beliefs when it came to opening up my business was I don't have enough followers. 
And of course, at the time I had, I think maybe a hundred or 500 followers on TikTok and now I'm almost at 7,000. But it, you know, and especially now, nowadays with social media, even 7,000 followers doesn't sound like a lot. But at the time I was at like a couple hundred. And so my limiting belief was I don't have enough followers. I don't have enough people to sell to. And it's like, well, if I'm selling a $2,500 coaching package and I have 500 followers, that's really a limiting belief I'm having because I could sell five of them and make way over a hundred grand a year, uh, five a month. I mean, so me thinking that I don't have enough followers was just a limiting belief I had because of being on social media and seeing people with millions of followers and hundreds of thousands of followers and looking at my mere little 500 thinking that's not going to make me successful. Not even using and pulling in the fact that my coaching package is $2,500, right? At the time. (laughs) Um, I don't have a package for sale like that right now. But Do you see what I mean? So your brain, your mind is going to start telling you the reasons as to why that can't happen, why that's not possible. And all of those belief systems are why are what's keeping you in your reality that you're in right now, aka keeping you from what you desire. And by attacking these limiting beliefs and, you know, it's like pretend that you're sitting on the couch and your limiting beliefs are in the middle of the room, like, you know, from the floor up. Your limiting beliefs are right above your head. And in order to reach through the ceiling and blast through the ceiling to your goal, you have to conquer and get past these limiting beliefs. So once we know what they are, we can start to rewrite them. We can start to show ourselves, hey, that's actually not true. Like you think that's true, but it's not. And let's show ourselves that it's not true. And this is the work that I do with my clients. So I hope that You can take this little exercise. It's just two questions and I'll repeat them right now so that you can write them down and do it, do it all the time. Do it with certain anything in your life. And once you accomplish a small goal, do it again once you reset your goals, right? So the first question is, what do I desire? And the second question is, why don't I have that now? Or why can't I have that right now? And then all the reasonings, all your answers from your subconscious, right? It's like all the things that your mind is going to start telling you is your limiting beliefs. So what I do with my clients from here on out, like this is like the beginning thing that we do, right? We need to know where you're mentally at and what your mindset is like right now. So I know, okay, what's in your path? What are your obstacles mentally, emotionally that are going to stop you at some point in your journey when you're trying to reach that goal? When you're trying to get through the ceiling, you're going to come across these thoughts. These things are going to pop up for you and they're trying to basically pull you back into your comfort zone and tell you why you can't do that and why you won't be successful. It's kind of like the the little devil on our shoulder, right? Trying to keep us from, you know, actually succeeding and being amazing and being confident and actually being authentically living in our truth. So what I do with my clients is after we get to know your mentality, where your mindset's at, what's going on, what you're trying to do here, we work on rewriting this. We work on doing, creating new thought patterns and stop giving our energy and attention to these old thoughts. We do it in real time. We work on the self-talk. We work on the emotional thing, the emotional side of things, right? Because when we think a thought, we feel a feeling. And also I incorporate nervous system regulation and that sounds all sciencey, but it really just means getting the body on board with accepting this new mentality. Because I know right now 
back probably four years ago when I was addressing like a lot of my insecurities and really feeling small and not pretty and not cute and all the things every time that I thought a thought of confidence and I thought or I told myself you're a bad bitch or I put on some you know amazing clothes and I felt amazing I got anxiety because that feeling confident was so foreign to me I felt like I felt like rebellious. I felt like, wow, you know, my my body knew that I was thinking in a different way and it responded with anxiety because my mind and my body know that that's foreign to me. That's outside of my comfort zone. And so it tried to like produce anxiety or some uncomfortable feeling within my body to try and pull me back into safety, quote unquote, which is basically me feeling insecure. And I knew that was happening. So I get the body on board too. We get the body comfortable so that when you actually are going after these goals, not only are you thinking the thoughts that are going to support you and bring you to the goal instead of limiting you, but your body is actually on board as well. So meaning that your body is relaxed, like you're not stressed, you're you're not tense, you're not keeping this energy built up inside your body like your body is so on board too and that is the work that I do it's mind body medicine so I know that this week's episode was jam-packed with a lot of talk a lot of gossip a lot of (laughs) juicy details and maybe you're starting to think of the limiting beliefs already that you might have and I highly encourage you guys to do that exercise. It's really easy. It can get you thinking. It can get you kind of reflecting on, oh, now that I know my limiting beliefs, I can absolutely come up with some times that I've thought these thoughts and these beliefs have actually stopped me from going forward with something or impacted my decision making when it comes to certain things in that area, right? So thank you guys for listening. If you are interested in working with me in rewriting your limiting beliefs and exploding them open cracking them wide open and working on cultivating and empowering mindset I highly recommend that you visit me on my socials which will be linked in the show notes or you can dm me on my socials or you can um, go to my bio actually my link tree link and apply for one-on-one coaching and we can get on a free 20-minute consultation call where we can talk about it and get to know each other and see if we're a good fit to work together and get you going into this empowerment this amazing mindset that is going to bring you to where you want to go instead of fighting with it all the way there Thank you for listening to the Integrated Self Podcast. New episodes come out every Friday. And if you're interested in coaching or mentorship with me, you can visit me on my TikTok or Instagrams below, or you can fill out my one-on-one coaching application that is provided also below in the Linktree link. Thank you guys so much for joining me here. And I cannot wait to be back next week.